everyone. Welcome to Sharing the Journey, part two with Amy. Um, so we had ended last time talking about uh, getting blindness training, and you covered a lot of that in your book, Mobility Matters. And I was just curious what made you want to write a book or books um, about your life and you know, I always had a desire to write. So that was one thing. And I was going to write about uh, a, a series called Fading Light. And it was losing my vision and going overseas. But somehow this kept resurfacing, this idea of my mobility training. And it seemed like it was like God was saying, I want you to write this book right now. And it was such a big event in my life that transforming event in my life that that's I it took precedence <laughs> and I mean I wrote it in maybe three months oh know, wow so, yeah very quickly and um and it just seemed to fall into place whereas my other one I was like I, I having different problems and uh you know it wasn't coming easily or smoothly so I felt like God was just saying okay do this one next <laughs> do this one first Mm -hmm. yeah. so so yeah I, I mean I had always wanted to, to write about my travels but it seemed like because I was going through that at that moment that that was the important thing to write about mm -hmm. yeah I'm curious what you had to do to get it on audible well, that was an interesting uh, experience because, so first of all, I just had different people. I like uh, had them read it, like people in my life, you know, uh, there was one uh, of a female, uh, I don't know, a minister or something. And she, she read it. Uh, it was just like people that I was in contact with. I didn't really understand the system in Audible and how you can like uh in like um you could what do you call it they could uh, audition to do it and you could you know just do it like for 50 50 you know like like neither one of you paid but then you split the profits that was how that works mm. so i just kept interviewing people and then i'd let my listeners my readers listen to it on my blog and i'd ask them their opinions and uh then i belonged to a, uh, a critique group so one of the members of the group was is also a member of my hometown uh critique group and so uh i guess she probably carried a little bit more weight you know in uh in you know i trusted her more so she recommended a person that she knew and I auditioned her like outside. It wasn't through Audible or anything. And uh, and I loved her voice. And I had a couple other people listen to it and they really liked it too. And it seemed like she, ca she captured my spirit, you know, as when she was reading them. And uh, she was very expensive. It was very expensive, but I felt like she was Oh, she'd been doing it for 30 years. So she was a professional. And the, the, the next thing I did was I went to the Lions Club. I was a member of them, of, their, uh, of the local group. And I asked them 
if they could help me uh, pay for the producing it, to produce it. And then I went to other Lions Clubs and I became a speaker. <laughs> and I told them that, you know, what my goal was and what the challenges were in my life. And then I asked for them to uh, discuss among themselves if they could contribute to the payment to help me pay for it. And that's how I produced the first book. We split the, it ended up like we did it. I raised half the money myself. I paid for half of it and then they paid for half of it. Okay. Yeah. So that was, it was a, a good experience because it, um, it like uh, got me gelled <laughs> with the Lions Club and I became familiar with their uh, formats and, and, and just what they stood for and how they help people with vision loss. Mm-hmm. So that I think it was a, a good way to do that first, uh, the first book was with them. And then it was kind of like a united, um, like a united uh, project. And so I would always, uh, when, I, when I did get it produced, I gave them, uh, I continued to speak to them and I gave them free, uh, like codes, you know, so they could, uh, like I uh, had giveaways. So, you know, to pay, to pay them back for you know, helping me. So uh, it was a really positive experience. And I think it was a like a, a unified front. <laughs> so cool. Um, so is there anything else you wanted to share before we move into the faith? I mean, we've already discussed your faith a little bit, but um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, just the fact that that was the, the, the way that I did the first book and then the other books, the other books that followed, I used the same narrator, but I, I, um, what do you, I, I, um, funded it myself. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was just that first book that I had had, uh, help with. And, and I really just believe that was a positive experience because it just helped me understand the Lions Club and what they, uh, what their goals were and how ours just met each other in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving into the faith um, <clears throat> portion a little bit more, um, how does um, having the presence of God in your life daily help with your life as a person with a disability? I think that I, it always gives me courage because I know that God is wants the best for me. And he know, I know that he doesn't want me to focus on what I cannot do as much as what I can do. And so he shows me every day through humor, through uh, people talking to me that, that I am capable. And so I, I am focused on the positive and, even when things go wrong, which seems to happen every day <laughs> to some extent, you know, it, it's, I feel like uh, he's, he's still saying I'm in control and I've provided for you. Like with my new job, you know, and getting, uh, learning the ropes and this and this and that happens. It's, it's okay because I feel like he's providing as well uh, ways to overcome these things. You know, uh, like even I got a button in the mail the other day saying, uh, it's the che- have you ever heard of the checkered eye? A project is through a woman in Canada. And so it has a checkered 
I, meaning that your vision is not complete, and it says low vision. So I got something like that to wear uh, to show my colleagues or uh, mm-hmm. the, the customers that if I'm a little slow <laughs> in getting them something, that I, it's because of low vision. So I just feel like God is providing day by day, and uh, and I just have to keep the right attitude and keep upbeat. So I think that's how it impacts me. Um. Who inspires you on your faith journey? I have several people who inspire me, but one of them is another blind woman called Gina Fellers. She is just wonderful. She's completely, she has RP, a retinitis pigmentosa, and she has lots of different struggles. She's a, a like a, um, she and her husband are uh, have a ministry and lives in Kansas. So she inspires me in her blog posts as well I have a friend uh that I met in uh in um the United Arab Emirates she's an American she now lives back in North Carolina she is just wonderful she if I have any kind of problem she'll talk it out with me and uh and you know remind me that God is in control remind me that you know our life here is very short and we need to make it count and just there are so, so many people in my life that inspire me. Um, and I think even the neighbors, we have wonderful neighbors who pray for me and my brother. And I just, I believe that God places people in my life everywhere <laughs> to, to really help me cope. And uh, I just, even my supervisor is so kind at work and she's very patient with me, working with me to overcome some of the challenges I have. So I just feel that God just surrounds me with inspirational people. And, um, and even in my groups and on Facebook, I, I, there's so many kind and, and people who really uh, like use scripture to encourage each other. So I do have a lot of people and it, my brother-in-law is an encouragement to me. Uh, even, you know, that he's still involved with my family, even though my sister has passed away and, you know, and he's remarried, but he still stays connected and is a, a strong um, support to us, to my brother and I. Cool. Um, do you have any resources that you would recommend for people wanting to grow in their faith? Books or podcasts or whatever, besides what? your own? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do. That Gina Fellers that I mentioned before, she has, uh, she does. This, it's a once a year thing, and she had all these different. Uh, she interviewed all these different people with um, huge challenges and how they did it, and that's how they managed to get through each day. Uh, that was a, a big support to me, and that I recommend. Uh, I, I'm just trying to think of. Is Gina? It's, it's uh, her. Her blog post is um, uh, changing focus or something. <laughs> it's really good. And, and, uh, and then there's another one, Maxwell Ivy. Ivy. He has. He's an entrepreneur, and he talks about like don't you don't have to do everything at once. You have to do something every day, and you, do what you can do. So that is an inspiration to many people. I mean, just that he he's he has retinitis pigmentosa too. And he was a circus, uh, like he did rides, uh, sold, set up and sold rides for um, 
the like amusement parks. And then he became this entrepreneur. He's written five books and he's just so, um, so courageous and just goes through each day and just does something and people are inspired by him, you know? So those are the two big ones for, I'm trying to think about for, for faith faith-based um oh there's another woman who has uh what's her name of her podcast um maybe you can put it in the uh in your notes or something uh it's i can't think of it at the moment <laughs> she just interviewed me the other day and she had a, a near-death experience and uh, and she she god you know has worked in incredible things in her life and um even though she's still like like paralyzed she uh has um i know she interviews people and uh who whose god has worked in their lives <laughs> i'm so sorry i can't think of her of her um podcast right now but I, i'll give it to you okay um yeah that one sounds good um okay um my last faith related question is how is the Lord working in and through you recently? I think he is challenging me to get out of my comfort zone and educate others. Like I have been writing and educating others uh, speaking, but now I'm out on the workforce. And so it's right there in my face. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's not as easy because I'm, I'm, living it. And I'm, I'm like, uh, having to get over my fears of, oh my gosh, what happens if they don't understand me on the job? You know, what if, you know, like I had a problem with calibration, uh, taking the temperature of the freezer areas and like, so they don't really understand why it takes so long for me to do it. It's like a three to five minute task. And so I believe that God is just saying, it's okay, Amy, be patient, trust me. And I'm going to, work through you to just to help them help my colleagues um, understand more what it's like and to just um, like be, be a beacon of light, you know, to, and, and be, don't be afraid. And so I think he's working like not like in the, in the moment <laughs> instead of like, instead of me just giving them information as a speaking engagement, I'm like living this life where I have mm. to trust him and I have to educate people on the job, you know, how to help me, how to better understand me and, you know, what, what the, these things are. So uh, that, that's how I think he's working in my life right now and providing, you know, because I, I really uh, needed some additional income and, I was praying about it and these things, one thing fell fell through and then another thing, you know, in my educational sector, since I'm a teacher and, uh, and, and this one thing opened up, it, it was a surprise. I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't difficult to go through the interview process. And it's like, this is how I'm going to provide for you right now, but now you're going to have to trust me <laughs> and get over your fear of, you know, not being good enough or not being quick enough or not being whatever enough. You are enough. So that's how he's working in my life right now. And what he's got, maybe his goals for me, you know, 
it, it just seems to go like more deeply, even it, writing wise, I'm finding that that my I, I'm more than my sight loss. I'm like, I'm a rich, com- complex person and that God wants me to share that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not that I'm just like, oh, this happened, you know, it's kind of amusing or whatever. He wants people to know that, uh, that when we trust him, he will, uh, I mean, even when we don't trust him, he still provides. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and then he, like each step makes us closer to trusting him and brings our faith deeper, you know, as we overcome this. It's like everything that happens before brings us to the next faith step. And uh, it's, it's really hard for me when uh, it takes me a longer time to do something at my job. And people are like, oh, I'll do you do this, you do this, you know, because it's something that I won't mess up. <laughs> And uh, I, I just want to like if somebody, for example, my supervisor, she walked out of my my sight line of sight, and I, I I'm like, where where did she go? Where did she go? And they're like, she's right there. And, and I'm like, oh, she's outside of my perspective, my uh, you know my my side vision. And so I have to explain that to them, like why why I look lost or something. You know? mm-hmm. So it's. And, and, you know, also, I just like yesterday, I, had, I went to a, an appointment for with an audiologist, and I found out that I had lost more hearing in my right ear. And also in my left, like my left ear is the worst, but I lost more in my right ear, um, even though the other one's worse, <laughs> if that makes sense. And so um, that scares me at my job, because, you know, sometimes I can't hear people that well, or the customers if they ask a question. And 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 I just feel that, you know, even the audiologist is an encouragement. She, you know, tells me to focus on what I can do, what I can hear and with my hearing aids. So again, I'm surrounded by people who are encouraging to me. And, and I believe that that is part of what I am supposed to, to give to the public that because I'm positive, a positive role model in my job and I have a disability, then maybe other people with disabilities will be hired. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not letting my fears become the focus. It's the, or becoming magnified. It's focus on the, the, the positive. And those are the things that are going to come through to the public. Okay, cool. Um, is there anything else you want to share about your faith or your life as we wrap this up? No, I think it's just that it is a daily process and, um, and nothing is ever done in isolation. You know, like they're like the, the challenges that we have, are, they're not just on the job challenges. They're for me, that's health with my, my brother. And, you know, so it's, it seems like God is, in, in many different directions, while he's providing for me, he's also challenging me in different directions to, uh, to have that faith that, you know, when things, uh, my brother just got out of the hospital. So I was very uh, afraid for him. He fell and I couldn't, couldn't lift him up. I wasn't strong enough. Mm. So he just got out of the hospital yesterday and I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it in your hands and I'm going to, do what I can do and what I can't. I'm just going to 
let you provide for, for us, you know, for him, for us and whatever. So I feel like that, that God is not taking away my challenges, but he is making provision for them, you know, by bringing people to the house, the neighbors to help me when things like that happen, (laughs) you know. We had he had to go by ambulance, and uh, I I didn't know what to do at that time. That was late at night, and uh, I the neighbor was sleeping, and I don't know. It's just God God saying, "Calm down, trust me." <laughs> mm. You know. So that's what I'm learning, and and you know, my friend, as I was telling you about the one in uh, North Carolina, Betty Lou that she is always such an encouragement to me and reminding me that nothing is too big for God and, you know, always supporting me in whatever I do. You know, and my, even my critique group, they, they, they tell me to, you know, write like a full, not just focus on loss, right? Like the whole me and share that with people. And that's kind of scary too, because, you know, no, you have to admit all your faults and stuff. And, uh, and you wonder, like, are people going to want to read about this? And, you know, it's, yeah. So that's where my faith, it, it's an everyday thing. And it's a moment by moment thing. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you give your um, website uh, again for anyone who didn't get it during uh, part one and Okay, so yeah, it is Amy Boverd, that's A-M-Y, B as in boy, O, V as in Victor, A-I-R-D, dot com. And I, my author Facebook page is Amy Boverd Author at, at Facebook.com. And I'm on Twitter. I'm on, um, well, what else am I on? LinkedIn. <laughs> at Amy Bovaird or ALB author. Um, I, oh, oh, what was I going to say? One other thing. Um, ugh, I don't remember. This is International Blindness Awareness Month. October is. So I, I have a lot of different things I'm, uh, um, I'm like, oh, giving away for awareness and, you know, discounts on my books and just to keep the checkered eye. I have a lot on my Facebook page. So I really like people to come and see that. It's also my second platform is pregnancy and infant uh, loss awareness month. And the two is strange that the two things coincide on October 15th, white cane safety day and Pregnancy and infant loss awareness. Which is when day. this podcast comes out, October. Yeah, that's another yeah. yeah, and so I just wanted to remind people if they didn't know that this, these two dates, that these two, that this is a big month for those with sight loss and for pregnancy loss. The, those are the the some of the platforms that I support and try to bring awareness to. Oh, and, and one more thing is that I am collaborating with another woman who has sight loss and to have this pampered chef party and the details are on my Facebook page, you know, October 5th. Cool. Okay. 
All right. Well, let me see if I can stop this recording. Um, or do you just want to go ahead and end the meeting? Do you have any other? No, that's good. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. All right.